legends. Heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Yo, don't you know it's time? You know, you know those guys. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. One name's on your mind when the game's on the line. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. Yep. Legends never die. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yo! What's good? We back. Uh, we, we, we back. Is we back? We're back. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boys, the go-to guys here on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm your boy, Space. I am M, heavily medicated C. <laughs> we, I think we all medicated today, my brother. <laughs> Man, make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. M, medicated <laughs> C. where the Man, follow you at? My knee is, is hurting, dog. <laughs> My knee is hurting. All right, that's why I'm medicated, y'all. Anyway, y'all can follow me everywhere at Mr. One More Round and follow the go-to guys. Follow us at huh. Go-To Guys Radio on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And as always, we would like to welcome all of our new listeners and our current listeners who, 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 who. from the Under the Hood podcast with Jonathan Hood. Man, we welcome y'all, man. We love y'all, man. We are the Go-To Guys. I'm excited to be here. This is the first time we're doing our show on a Tuesday, my dude. Yeah, man. We just kind of keep uh, keeping things unpredictable, <laughs> I guess. But our show is kind of like that, so it's all good. Thanks, Follow us, follow us, man. You gotta follow us to know what's going on with us. Yeah. But who you gonna shout out real quick? Um <laughs> you go first, man. Let I... me go first. Okay. Of course. Lay Doc Nana Poppy, of course. Wife and the kids. Everything I do, I do for y'all. So I'm giving y'all love. I love y'all. And then, of course, to this media school, Candy Gomez, to our man Jay Hood, everybody. Man, we might, it's so much going on right now. I'm just excited to be alive, brother. Yeah, man, I uh, I concur. Um, I am just, you know, look, I, I'm a shout out to, to everybody who just constantly supporting everything I, everything we, everything the crew does, man, because without the support, Hey, man, it's hard to keep going without that support, man. So thank you guys for everybody for listening and all that good stuff. Definitely. And we got, of course, we got to send love to Miss J, who's out there in the A, who can't be here. But we love her, and she's always one of us. So yeah, shout Ms. out to Miss J. Miss Jiggity J. We got a good show for y'all. We talking baseball. We talking Football. Football. We talking boxing. UFC. UFC. Yeah, and of man. course, top five, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let's get right to it. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Tim Anderson, if he gets it done, there is victory at the end. The 2-2 from the 24-year-old Bo Burrows from Texas as Anderson pulls it to left. And what a way to start. Just like yesterday at Wrigley for Tim Anderson. Hits this one well to center. Cave looks up. And Jimenez does it again. How's this for a first inning? It is 3-0 sucks in Minnesota. Opposite away and a base knock for Brian Goodwin into the gap. As Larnick cuts it off, Goodwin speeds towards second and slides in safely. They are an offensive machine. Brings it the second pitch and pops it up. And Miguel Sano cannot hang on to it. Goodwin scores, and it is 4-0 White Sox in the first. And he tags this one to left, down the line, into the corner, and that ball is gone! A 
first two innings. Look, it's seven to nothing. Nobody aboard for Yoan Moncada. Tags this one to center with Cave back, and there's some hard contact. Straight away center for Yoan Moncada, and another Sox home run. Dominant tonight in Minneapolis. Woo! <laughs> Did you see that? Did you hear it? I mean, I, I know you can't see it right now. I know y'all can't see it. But did you hear all the action that happened out there? 11 to 1, man. 11 to 1. Ouch. <laughs> After, you know, look, the Sox, they're on, a, they're on a roll, man. They're on a roll. They are currently, they're up two spots from last week. Woo. Last week's show, they were sixth place uh, in the entire league. They are now fourth. Following said we're moving on up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to the east side. South side. <laughs> oh Facts. man, they uh, yeah. Last night was a uh, brutal massacre, eleven to one of our friends from Minnesota, and but that was also following. I I, I got something for y'all. Look at this. You got some more numbers. I got something. I got a lot of numbers. Okay, but I got something. About what happened last, not last night, from the Sox, they hadn't swept the Cubs. I know we're not, I know we're talking about last night. Yeah. But they hadn't swept the Cubs at Wrigley Field in a three-game sweep. For those of you that don't know, the Sox swept the poor, lowly Cubs in the <laughs> Crosstown Classic. It hasn't happened since May 2012, man. Mm. That's how long it's been. Since the Sox swept the Cubs in Wrigley Field, so yeah, man, the Cubs—they're not—they're uh, they're in a four-game losing streak right now. Those three of those come courtesy of the Sox, so it's not looking good over there, man. Man, listen, shout first off, shout out to the the White Sox announcers for the call. You know they did a great job on that, but it's a gr- easy game to call when you win it eleven to one, man. It's I love seeing the White Sox sweep the Cubs. Let's let's. Let's solve that. Oh, I know you do. I, mean, I know like, you do. And like you say, it's something that I haven't seen too many times in my whole adult career. It's not, it, it rarely happens to where one side, if you looked at the matchup beforehand, it was pretty much even. It was split down the middle as far as who's, who, who's won the last couple matchups. So it's, it's been real competitive, but to sweep the Cubs, it was absolutely a, a dream come true. It was a great feat to watch. You know what I'm saying? But now to continue this four-game winning streak, and now we the Twins, 11-1, and I get it. The Twins are under 500. But here's the key. Beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. That's all you need to do. If you beat those teams, and then if you can manage to get 500 with the teams that are above 500, with the harder teams, I mean, it still makes for a great record. It makes for, you know, first in the division. <laughs> yeah, man, and uh, Jimenez off that injury, and and look, I don't know if this term is appropriate in baseball, but he's balling. Oh yeah, he's balling. Oh yeah, Eloy. He, a, a, a Tony Larusa. <laughs> Tony. He had a quote. <laughs> okay. It was boring. It was a little. <laughs> I was a little disappointed because he was giving positive uh, feedback about Eloy Jimenez. Man, he was saying, "I know he is a monster." Mm. Never seen anything like him, yada, yada, yada. All this positive stuff. And I read that quote, and I thought, man, 
What happened to you, Tony? You got you gone soft on us, man. But it's good. It's a good thing that he's giving his players props when they deserve it, man. Because coming off an injury, playing the way Eloy Jimenez is playing right now, he's on fire. He's on fire, man. And then and then to see Luis Roberts come back in your first game, go two for five. You know, first game back with a nice double, a single. I mean, that's great. That's very encouraging. Had a couple good catches out there. The Sox are looking strong. If they hit like this with their starting pitching ability, when you got Carlos Rodon, when you got, um, I mean, just Dylan Cease, and I'm not going to even talk about the our man, our man, you know what I'm saying? So when you're talking about the whole pitching staff, it's just now we got closers and relievers. You know, Look, it's it's looking good on the south side, man. It's looking all right. We we might have a we might have a team that can make a run. For something in Chicago right now, man. That, that's exciting stuff. I mean, every single organization, I think besides, obviously, the Cubs and maybe the Blackhawks, have all dramatically improved in their off-seasons. And every team is, well, we don't know yet about the Bulls and the Bears. We don't know how they're going to do. But we do know the Sox, they have a legitimate shot, man. Definitely a better shot than the Listen, Cubs. They're, they're, what? We're not speaking about the Cubs uh, right now. And the Sox have won the last eight of 14. Games? Yes. Which, it, well, what else would they do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Hey, I, I was making sure we're not talking about matchups against yeah. the Cubs and things like that. But when you're talking about the starting pitchers from the White Sox, you got Lance Lynn, you got Carlos Rodon. You got Dylan Cease, Lucas Giolito. Then off the, we got the best closer in the game in Liam Hendricks. Dallas Keuchel, who's a left-handed monster. I mean, you just got Brummer. I can't wait to see Brummer back. Kopecky. Oh. Man, you're making it sound like they're they're the monsters. What? We, <laughs> the Sox are set up to win for the next, and next few years, for the next Three to four years. If you don't win right now, it's not panic mode. You're set up for for the future. Yeah. And the great thing about the White Sox compared to the Cubs, they got these people on paper. You know what I'm saying? They got them for a couple years. You know, they done paid their players. The Cubs failed to pl pay their players. That's why they're in the situation that they're in right now. But they're in a complete rebuild. So, you know, shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Conversely, they've... Uh... They've only won three of their last 14 games, which I might have said already, but, you know, heavily medicated. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's it's really, like I said, it's just it's exciting to see uh, the Sox doing so well. It's just exciting to see in general having a Chicago team being so successful right now. So we shall see, man. How having the Southsiders be the face of baseball for the first time. They're... As a baseball fan, it's always been about the Cubs. Even when they lose, it's always been about the Cubs. The lovable losers to yeah. finally have I, come I out never, of the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> like the Darkwing Duck. Da like the, Darkwing Duck. You hear me? I <laughs> am the Duck. I am the terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> That's the word. That's what he used to say. <laughs> I am the terror that slaps in the night. Yeah, that's not like I said slaps in the night. That's a whole other conversation. 
<laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah man it's really dope i'm i'm excited uh and i'm not you know y'all know man i'm just starting myself little by little getting into becoming a baseball, baseball fan, fan. Uh-oh. and uh I dare am, you say it it's a good time to be one in chicago bad at, well it depends what side of the street you're on i guess <laughs> it's not good if you're on that north side train man but uh you know, like you said, dude, hopefully they can just kind of rebuild and the Cubs, I mean, hopefully they can rebuild because like you also said, the Sox are looking good for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So even if they don't go all the way this year, they have a chance to do it next year and the year after that. So good times in Chicagoland, y'all. Great times. <laughs> great times. And when, when we come back on that note, we're going to continue the great times. We're going to talk a little football. Oh, yeah. Now that's next here on the Go-To Guys of SportstownChicago.com. You are now listening to the Go-To Guys on SportstownChicago.com. Oh, boy. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Ludicrous. I thought you were a ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. <laughs> Where to go to guys here on SportsTileChicago.com. I'm your boy Space. I am MC. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. M- See, <laughs> what to follow you at, brother? Uh, y'all can follow me everywhere at Mister One More Round for all your motivational needs. <laughs> and you can follow us at Go To Guys Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm trying to mix it up. And as always, we welcome and salute and thank our listeners from the Under the Hood <laughs> podcast. With Jonathan Hood. Man, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all, man. And uh, yeah, let's get into some football talk. Why start anywhere other than Chicago? The Bears. They're looking pretty awesome. Now, not as a fan, because I am a fan, and I'm going to try not to be as biased as possible, but they're looking pretty good. All reports are showing that they're looking pretty decent. Yeah, from what I have uh, heard and read, Justin Fields is doing quite well in training camp and in practice, uh, but he has voiced recently, he's been kind of telling reporters, hey, chill out with all this, uh, I'm going to start over uh, Dalton and all this. He's like, I'm just enjoying the process, I'm trying to take it slow, work with the team. So I like that because it's different for a young person these days. You know, a lot of the younger talent in all sports is kind of like, it's my time, it's my time to shine, they're all in a rush. And Justin Fields is like, no, no, I'm enjoying the process, I'm trying to get acclimated, I'm learning the plays, just figuring it out, not putting that kind of pressure on himself. And I think it's cool, man, because he he he, he actually also said, you know, Dalton's been in the league for so long and he wants to learn from him. Mm-hmm. And that's just, to me, it's a good sign. It's a good sign of somebody who's humble. It's a great sign. An absolute great sign. The best leader is always a follower. You've always, in order to lead, you have to learn how to follow. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you have to, someone has to teach you. So for Justin Fields to come into this league and say, I don't know it all, but I want to learn it. 
That is so encouraging. Learn, young man, learn, because yeah. you are the future. I think Andy Dalton, here, here's how I feel about it. When Fields is ready and y'all think that he's ready, put him in. That's I don't care if it's the third week. I don't care if it's the fifth week. I don't care if you, he sit. I do care if he sits the whole bench, I, the whole season. I'm not going to say I don't care. I was going to lie and say I don't care. No, I do care if he sits the whole season. He needs to play this season. Sit about a good five, six games, four, four games max, and now I'm like, put him in. I think he's learned enough because I like what Dalton can do, but I think he's a placeholder. I think what Fields can do, if he's ready, if he, if the talent's there, if the accuracy's there, if he's making the right decisions, put him in. That that's just how I see it, you know. Yeah, I I, I feel you, man. Um, I just am definitely happy about the humility he's showing. Uh, because he is a very extremely high IQ player. Yeah, he like tested off the charts. Oof, in, higher in, than Pat Mahomes. Higher than higher than Pat Mahomes. So, ouch. But you know, I think that's a sign of intelligence, yes. right? Uh, having that level of humility to say, okay, let's just uh, slow your roll, guys. Let me learn from this dude. Um, I, I feel like you feel, though, I don't think they should wait too long to give him a shot, but I would definitely probably throw him in against a bad team. I don't know if they want to throw him in when the, you know, when the bright lights, the pressure's on type of thing. Whenever he's ready. I mean, he, I, I think he's ready for the pressure. I, that's the life of an NFL quarterback. I think the city of Chicago is just buzzing right now. They, they've never had one a black quarterback. But then you take it a step further. Which I thought would never happen. Never happen. happen. In a million years. What? I, in my lifetime. I thought the Cubs would have won another World Series before I see another <laughs> a black quarterback yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? We got Cordell Stewart in his heyday when he was done. You know what I'm saying? I, no, I never thought we would get a black quarterback. But to have a athletic, real mobile, young up and coming, just somebody who I felt should have went like second, third pick to have that on a team, not just a black quarterback, but w the black quarterback <laughs> in my eyes. I mean, I think he can be the guy. I think he could. He's not as accurate as Pat Mahomes, not at all, but he's a lot more fleet of foot. You know what I'm saying? He He's fast, like not Lamar Jackson, but he's he's fast. He's a good thrower. He makes the deep passes, the harder passes it seemed like, but now he just has to touch up on those close, those accurate passes, that the everyday passes that you think you, he would get after some time, after some reps with his receivers. You got young receivers still, but I like the way the receiving core is. When you think about Mooney, when you think about Allen Robinson, I mean, Allen Robinson is definitely top 10 in the league when it comes to receivers. So he has some good targets. Cole Komet coming back for another year. We picked up Jesse James at tight end. So, I mean, they got weapons. You got Tariq Cohen coming out the backfield now, healthy. So it's looking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, on the tip of what you said about um, what he lacks currently, I think the good thing is, well, it's twofold, right? I think, number one, he's young. Mm -hmm. So... He's young. He's got time, right? Yeah. The second thing, the IQ thing again, right? So both of those things combined, it's like the fact that you have time and the intelligence on your side, those things that he's currently lacking can all be improved. And if his IQ is as high as we're thinking and we're seeing and we're reading, he probably is already working on it. Oh, yeah. So I think those things will probably get improved with time, but... 
you know, like, you know, you and I both know there ain't no better teacher than being actually in the game. Absolutely. All this is just hype. It's hope. Speculation. You know, speculation. Yeah. Exactly. We hope that it's going to do this, you know, when it comes to real game situation. We hope that it's going to transfer over. We need to see them in action. And here's the key. I think what's going to be the key when it comes to the Bears and their offense, their tackles right now. They have the first round draft pick that's just still hurt. And, and uh, Taven, Taven Johnson, what's his last name? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking up his last name right now. I'm sorry about he, that. How did he Tevin get hurt? Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins. How did and he get hurt? And he has back soreness. So it's not really necessarily, but we don't know how deep it is. It's been the same way from the beginning. From, was this a what you said? He's a he's a draft pick. Was this an injury oh yeah. he got in college? See, that's the thing. It's been so hushed. We don't even know. Okay. It's not even like it's saying he he don't need surgery. It just says back soreness. That's all Matt Nagy. Man, gives my us. back stays sore. I mean, all the you time. Throw you me out. I'll get on the field. My <laughs> back been sore. You know so. <laughs> That's that's the key. We don't know how serious it is, but he hasn't really been out there yet. At least it's better than back fatigue. Facts. Well, remember, remember, <laughs> my man, what do you have? He had hamstring fatigue. Hamstring fatigue. fatigue? Yeah, Never got, heard I of it. I stay having back fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's the key. You don't know who's going to be at the – who's going to protect the quarterback. So it's who's going to get his blind side? Yeah, everything is pretty much we have to wait and see. Yeah. But it looks good. It's good. Hope. Hope. Keep hope alive. You know, defense looks good. You got Eddie Jackson coming back at the safety spot. So that's that's your key right there. That's your your captain on defense. With, yeah. You know, besides Roquan Smith, that's your captain. And Khalil Mack, of course. Oh, Mack attack. Mack <laughs> attack is back. Oh, man. As a so Bears fan, how can you not be excited? So they're looking good, man. They're looking good. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, speaking of football stuff. Someone was inducted into the Hall of Fame this past weekend. Mm. Who? Who would that be? That man. Huh? Manning. <laughs> the go? Woo, there's a segue for you. Peyton Manning was inducted in the Hall of Fame this weekend, uh, and the other goat was in attendance, which is kind of rare, man. Tom Brady was Thomas? there. Sir Thomas? Sir Thomas Brady showed up smiling and happy as ever, getting booed by the audience. <laughs> but yeah, Peyton got himself into the Hall of Fame, well-deserved. And, you know, I, him and Brady were kind of like the Larry and the Magic what? of their time. And Tom Brady's still playing, Listen, which is insane. Peyton but. was my is my favorite quarterback ever. Ever. So, ever. I mean, legit. So, I've never seen anyone control a game like Peyton Manning. Anyone know what the defense is going to do before they do it. You know, I've never seen anyone do that, you know? And Peyton, his mind is just amazing. So, I mean, shout out to Peyton Manning for getting Yeah, it. for sure, man. And I... you know who else got inducted? Who? <laughs> Troy Palomalu. Who? Troy Palomalu. Troy Palomalu. Yes, sir. The safety. Oh, my goodness. That's my dude. That dude, I used to play Madden, and I used to get the Steelers, really, just so that I could play with Troy Palomalu. He's the guy with the hair. Oh. Always had that. Been on the commercials okay, with okay. the head and shoulders. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> yes, man. I mean, but the one of the GOATs when it comes to best safeties ever He's in the top three crowd. Wow, okay. I mean, top three, like Tri legit. Troy Palomahu. Troy Palomahu. The Hawaiian. He I was just about to ask. He's yes. Hawaiian, okay. Yes. Troy Palomahu. Yeah, that man, that man. I mean, just, it was a great weekend for football. 
It wasn't a great, well, it was, but there was also one thing we didn't really get to. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call it great. I mean, Lamar Jackson's back Oh, after his second fight with COVID. Oh. And, uh, which I guess is good and bad. It's good that he's back. It's good that he isn't sick anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's bad that this is the second time he's gotten it. <laughs> and I guess he's just kind of refusing to get this vaccine. I don't know. How do you, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I, it's, it's like a weird, I get it, but then I don't get it. So it's, it's a tough call. I actually, I'm interested the listeners. How do you guys feel about this? We would love to hear how you feel about getting a vax. Yeah. In general, but especially when it comes to athletes, I think specifically with athletes, how do you guys who are listening to this right now feel hit us up on our social medias? We're interested. Yeah. I hear just real quickly. It's about to be FDA approved. Once that officially happens, then, you know, everyone should get it for sure. Yeah. Um, but until that happens, I mean, I think it's personal preference. If you, you got to do what's best for you and your family. So if you think you need to get it, get it. If you don't, then don't, you know, that's just my opinion. No, I think it's all up to the person. Right. Uh, but I do think when you're in a profession like that one, mm-hmm. It feels like it maybe is a better choice oh, to yeah. get the vaccine. I agree. But once again, because every, you know people are going to get all conspiracy on us, and, <laughs> and, uh, the Illuminati, and I get it, y'all, all right? But anyway, Lamar's back, so hopefully it's only up from here. Absolutely. Shout out to Lamar. And, of course, when we come back, we're going to get into some more sports talk. We're going to talk some UFC. We're going to talk some boxing. So that's next here on SportstownChicago.com with the go-to guys. Max, let me start with you. What did you see tonight? I saw a guy who might be the best fighter in the world, but it's more than that. What's so important about what's happening in the heavyweight division in the UFC right now, when you have Francis as champion and now an interim champion like this guy, like Gon. When you talk about the best fighter, the best fighter is always the heavyweight because he can kick everyone else's butt, right? And when you talk about the best fighter who ever lived, it's going to be the heavyweight champion in the UFC. And it is also about the fact that this guy fights different than every other heavyweight. These are very, very different styles, and that's what makes fighting fun, especially at the very, very highest level. You're going to have John Jones, a very well-rounded wrestler, a guy who's seen the light heavyweight forever. you got the power of Francis Ngannou, and now you have the technique and the fight IQ of Cyril Ghosn. That makes for a lot of fun fights at heavyweight, guys. Mm. What a mouthful right there. Yo, we are back in the building here on SportsTownChicago.com. Your boys, the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I am MC. Yes, make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at IamTheRealSpace. Follow me on Instagram at IamTheRealS underscore space. MC, where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me everywhere at Mr. One More Round. And make sure you follow us, the go-to guys, at Go-To Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On the gram. On the gram. (laughs) And didn't you say you got a TikTok now? Oh, I have a TikTok. Not for us. I probably should make one for us. But I have have one. It's literally all the same stuff I post on Instagram because I don't get it yet. And see, what I could gather from TikTok is that you just have to say, either say really, like be really goofy. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, honestly, I am. I could do it, yeah. Yeah, like do I definitely. could do that. But yeah. like, I'm just like, should I just make a, I don't know. 
I, I, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm trying to get that, it. That's all you. That's the bottom line. You know? I don't. I don't. I don't. I get it, but I don't get it yet. If that makes sense, y'all. Oh man. Oh, but look, that was uh, Max Kellerman, right? Yeah, that was Max Kellerman and uh, the ESPN crew post-fight of UFC 265 talking about Derek Lewis and Serial Gone, which is my new favorite name. <laughs> it sounds like a comic book villain name. <laughs> and he's from France, man. And wait, and not just a name. He looked like a comic book villain. I mean, if you yeah. look at him compared to Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis got a... I mean, he working with a keg over there, man. He's a great fighter, power puncher, straight to the straight real. Some of the best interviews you ever want to hear are Derek Lewis's interview. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, we can't we can't repeat it on air. No, you can't. But you can't. I remember the man. legendary <laughs> thing that he said, man. So yeah, make sure you if you want entertainment, check out Derek Lewis's interviews. But <laughs> I mean, just a great guy and, and power puncher, a great fighter. But this guy, he's just, he looked like he's just been eating steroids all his life. You know what I'm saying? For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. He come out there with a six-pack. I mean, he huge. And I mean, just, he, he was fit. That's what really got me. He came out there looking like Ivan Drago. You man. hear me? Straight up. I mean, and he was just, just, just yard swole. You hear me? And then what, what got me was his endurance. He was able to keep bopping and jumping around the whole entire fight. Now, his record don't do him justice because it says he's only 10 and 0. But he had 10 amateur fights. 10 amateur fights in UFC, that's a lot. So he's really 20 and 0. This was actually, too, uh, Lewis was on a four win win, win streak. streak. Yeah. Four fight win streak before this happened. And, you know, man. Watching that fight, it was it was really a question of just gone taking it to him, and it wasn't even like there were no grappling. It was punches, knees, kicks, brutal, and it got to the point where the ref actually stopped the fight because <laughs> my man Lewis was just taking a beating. I mean, both of them were pretty much zero for one for with takedowns, so it wasn't a fight that went. On the ground, you know what no, I'm saying? No, no, then and that third round is when it really got just stand-up, fist-fight, boom, you know? Yeah, and just for people who understand, it did go all three rounds. We're not talking about a fight that ended in the first. We're talking about a fight that went three rounds on your feet. The entire match on your feet. So it was, it was a great brawling match. My problem was Lewis. Come on, my brother. You, <laughs> total strikes. Lewis, 16 for 37. Gone, 112 for 136. <laughs> Wait, significant strikes. Lewis, 16 for 37. Gone, 98. So yeah, out my, of the 112 <laughs> that he landed, my face hurts 98 that. of them out of 122 were significant strikes. That's the key right there. No, I mean, that's a beatdown. It's a beatdown. That's exactly what he took. Statistically speaking, <laughs> he, that was a beating. Yeah, he could not put pressure on his leg. I mean, he was he was completely he he looked outmatched. This he ain't didn't. a this ain't a Rocky movie. Yeah, don't nobody take beat it. <laughs> don't nobody take. I love you know y'all know I love me some Rocky. So do you. But in real life. You don't take beating like that and win a fight. No. No, you you get beat down and and it's just that's too much. The guy is is massive. Not that Derek Lewis isn't massive, yeah. but 
taking that kind of punishment from somebody that big and just seemingly having no answer for it when the ref has to be like, all right, y'all, that's it, we're finished, because you are just clearly... He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't defend himself anymore. Yeah. So he was. He was well undermatched. I mean, yeah. overmatched. He he had no shot. But shout out to Derek Lewis. We still Derek Lewis fans over here. Oh yeah, but for sure, man. Gone. Oh, oh, he's he, the future. Oh, he's the future for real. He about to get people problems up there. Yeah. I tell you that. And heavyweight heavy, is exciting. I, yeah, and it's heavyweight too. So it's even more exciting, man. Oh yeah, and, knockouts. Uh, yeah, he uh, he actually hasn't lost a round. As a UFC fighter. Wow. Like, if we're talking about the numbers, he hasn't lost a round. So, that's it's exciting wow. stuff for the future of it. And it's just like, what an awesome fight in general, man. So, yeah, man. Uh, but we're going to switch gears a little bit to the boxing world. That's fine. Let's go there. All right. You go there. Well, I mean, <laughs> here's... One thing that's coming up, do, do you want to call this boxing? What is it? Jake Paul and Taiwan Woodley? Uh, is, is this boxing? Is this fight? What is it? I mean, it's it's supposed to be boxing, but Tyron Woodley is a fighter. But he's I guess an MMA it's, fighter. Yeah, yeah, he's an MMA fighter, but I guess it's going to be boxing. So, 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 so I mean, that's the that's the next best thing we got. You know, that, have, that fight is scheduled for Sunday, August 29th at 8 p.m. I mean... I'm not really excited for it, but I'm gonna watch it. I don't. Yeah, I mean it's exciting because Tyron Woodley's stepping into his first professional, I guess, boxing. That's match. the key, I, I guess. I mean, here's what I, here's what I'm gonna say, Woodley. If you go up in there and you get beat up by this boy, I'm I'm no longer a fan. I'm taking away my fan card. I'm no longer a fan of you. You have to show this guy. That there is a real, you got to be a fighter to be a fighter. Yeah, <laughs> you know but that's how Jake Paul's making this money. Yeah, he's ma- he's true. basically he's basically Floyd Mayweather without the actual like, you know, uh, what would you call it? Long time real life experience because Floyd has made a living off of being the villain. Right? Okay. We want to see him get knocked out finally, and it never happens. Yeah, Jake Paul, that's what he's doing. His marketing strategy is. I'm the guy you want to see lose. I shouldn't be in the ring right now yeah. with this person. Yeah. And he's making his money off being that. I want to see Tyron Woodley knock him out. It, like we, a straight up, a Nate Robinson knockout. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. So, so who do you got, though? Oh, Tyron Woodley. Okay. Um, it shouldn't be. Y'all should not be in the ring together. This should not be legal <laughs> to be to happen. I don't think this fight should happen like this. So, if Willie, if you don't knock him out, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm yeah, just gonna tell I you just, like that. I can't. Uh, I would be very disappointed to see a fight end in a decision with them two. And I think <laughs> we, I think we speak for Earth when we say that. Like, who is out there right now saying, "Yeah, let me see Jake Paul win again"? Oh yeah. I don't think there is, especially if you really like boxing. So, I don't know, man. I, I want to see Tyron Woodley literally knock him out. Well, uh, hopefully. That, that, that's enough. <laughs> hopefully on the 29th at 8 p.m. <laughs> our, our wish will get granted. So, please. will come true. And send us a message. Let us know who you have. Yeah. Who you got winning that fight? Do you got Jake Paul or do you have Tyron Woodley? I mean, it's just simple. And Let us know who you got. Ultimately, too, I'd like to know how everybody listening feels about these kind of events in general. Yeah. Like, do you do you like these things? Do you find them entertaining or is it annoying? Like, I, I would like to know if 
we're in the minority on this or if most people <laughs> feel the same we're like what is this stupid circus stuff you know so let us know at go to guys radio guess it's entertainment because i'll still go watch oh it. it's entertaining <laughs> still go watch it's like it. a fast and a furious movie you know it's gonna be what? bad but you watch it anyway for the action after three i don't know if i've seen another I'm all right i'll give you. you a better one it's like watching an arnold schwarzenegger movie okay. the acting isn't gonna be great but it's gonna be really entertaining okay i got you why are you I'll ins- be don't insult me <laughs> why are you insulting me on national radio broadcast airwaves <laughs> I create beautiful cinema. All right, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, when we come back, of course, we're going to get into that what were they thinking and the top five of the week. That's next here on the Go-To Guys on SportsTownChicago.com. Did you just see that? Man, that was crazy. Seriously? (laughs) I know, right? I I can't believe that just happened. Me neither. I'm in awe. I just got one question. What's good? What, what were they, were they thinking? thinking? Yo, we are back in the building. Your go-to guys here on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm your boy, Space. I am M. I'll take that contract C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Make sure you follow us on all our social media <laughs> platforms. <Teaser. laughs> follow me on Twitter at IamTheRealSpace. Follow me on Instagram at IamTheReal underscore space. MC, where the follow you at? Y'all can follow me <laughs> everywhere at Mr. One More Round and follow the go-to guys at go-to guys radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, we welcome all of our listeners from the Under the Hood we podcast. Welcome you to this place. With Jonathan Hood. Man, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all, man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, let's let let let's let's get into just in oh, case. Oh my goodness! Just in case you you, you I, I can't even. Just to <laughs> say this out loud, it makes me want to punch walls. So I'm gonna let you talk. You you break it down for our listeners. Are what were what was he thinking? Oh. What? <laughs> I, I'm good. I can't even speak. I I know. I can't even t- form coherent thoughts right now. Look, our what were you thinking of the week? I mean, if we could give you uh, just a a donkey sign, uh, uh, something that just you were absolutely out of your mind, it goes to Dennis Schroeder. Of the Los Angeles Lakers. Formerly of the Los Angeles (laughs) Lakers. He turned down. First off, the Lakers gave him... Offered him an extension. Generously, by the way. Generously. $84 million to stay with us. He turned it down. <laughs> I'm going to test the market. I'm going to, Oops. you know, I'm going to play my hand in free agency. That's what I'm going to do. He after, thought he was a- worth more. After, like, and, and I think here's what, what everybody needs to understand about this scenario is that he did not play well in last year's playoffs. I agree. He played extremely poorly, actually. So, this is kind of the flip side to the Justin Fields thing, isn't it? <laughs> we spoke about humility in a player. Now we're speaking about total delusional arrogance. Like, bro, what? I like, mean, I, 
Go ahead. I'm no. still. I'm. I'm like flabbergasted. Big word for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think. See, he came in there wrong. I believe when he came in, he he was quoted somewhere telling LeBron, like, "Yeah, I can. You can help me win a championship." You know, and opposed to him helping LeBron. <laughs> You you can help me. Like, I bring so much to the oh, table. It reminds me of when Isaiah Thomas went to not not the goat Isaiah Thomas, the other we, Isaiah. We talk we talk about five foot yeah, eight. Five foot nine Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, who okay. did just drop eighty one hey, in a he program. Been balling game, so in the program. Eighty one, he yeah. had fifty one in one game. I'll I give mean, him that. He been balling. <laughs> but this Dennis Shooter situation reminds me slightly yeah. of the time he got shipped off to Cleveland yep. and in the locker room. He basically said, like, he, him, it was him and Braun, like, basically alluding to the fact that they were on the same level. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if people, this is the problem. We talked about this off air, but I'm going to bring it up here. You are believing the comments and the likes more than the reality mm. of the situation, y'all. Some of y'all are believing. The, the social media people who clap for everything you post, you're taking that as reality. Yeah. And granted, sometimes it's reality. Sometimes it gets... I'm not saying this is what happened with Schroeder, but I have a, a sneaking suspicion that he thought he was more than what he was based on maybe the people in his circle, mm. kind of the Ben Simmons effect, or... He just been looking on Instagram too much, and they're all like hyping him up. I don't really know, dude, but to turn down that kind of money when you had a bad playoff run, to turn that down for playing on the Lakers in Los Angeles, and with LeBron and AD now with Russ, you had a legitimate chance to get a. You had a real mm. shot at a ring. Absolutely. I, I don't I don't know, man. And, what and was he thinking? I don't know. What were you thinking? And then takes things a step further. Now Boston's offering you five point nine million and Oops. I'm still worth more than that. So you haven't settled because you want nine point five million. So I mean, <laughs> what's gonna happen? Are you gonna uh, and then the thing is if oh, they man. do that, they're the Celtics probably gonna exceed the cap. So they're gonna have to pay penalties and things like that. So it's and they is don't he worth need it? to. No, exactly. No, I'm so, not. You know, this is no. And you guys listening, you got to remember when we're talking about this stuff, it's not personal attacks. We're talking straight based on what you've done, yeah. and that's it. We're not attack. We, Dennis Schroeder might be an awesome guy in real life. I have no idea. Oh yeah, we're just talking straight up. Do you deserve that kind of money based on what you've done and what you've produced? And the answer is no. Absolutely. What and they, they say, were going to give it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what they say, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. No. So, according to the numbers, dude, you're just not worth it. So no. Uh, what were you thinking, Dennis Ruder? Oops. <laughs> that hurt my soul. You hear me? I, I, give me that contract. I'll come play for it. Just give it to me. Man, I give me 80, give me 80 grand. Man, less. <laughs> for the same season. <laughs> for the same amount of games, I'll do everything I got to do with that he had to do for this for 80 grand. Facts. Let's get into this top five. 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 Top
Yo, we're gonna switch it up. Let's get into this top five of the week. We done did some crazy thing last week what do we have we top had, five uh, marvel top five marvel movies uh before that i don't remember what our top five was <laughs> we didn't it do wasn't some a everything. sports one it wasn't a sports one the week before it either i don't think or we might have done like top five uh backyard drinking olympic games or something <laughs> yeah, we like did that. that we but. did we did top five what was that out of shape play? Oh yeah, top five out of shape athletes, which does count as sports. Uh, but this week is a sports topic. We are doing just something basic, y'all. Top five coaches ever. Doesn't matter what sport. Could be all sports, one sport, whatever you want to do. And you know, yeah. Sometimes though, with us, man, we, I got I got to think a little outside the box. I don't want to be too obvious. Some are obvious, some are not. But remember, as always, guys, once we're done talking, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. Who you think. Who is your top five? Who's your top five? So who's huh. going first this week? You know, I, I'll go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go first. Go My top five is pretty obvious. I'm going to tell you that. Um, With the exception of one. Okay. I'm going to start with the Zen Master. Of course. Phil Jackson. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. I mean, Scotty. you can't be from Chicago and not, not love Phil. You know what I'm saying? 11-time champion. Stop. Stop it. Not anyone as a player. I mean, just just yeah, a did. baller. Stop playing. I, you love Phil. Tom Izzo. I, I just. Good I've, call. I've always been an Izzo fan, man. Good I, call. I love Michigan State. I've, I've always been a Tom Izzo fan. So. Good call. I'm going to take it to somebody who didn't coach very long, but I, I just love the guy. Ozzy Ginn. <laughs> he was up for the Sox. Look, half the time you couldn't understand him. He got such a hard accent, but he was a player's coach. I mean, Ozzy was just funny to watch. He was very entertaining. I love Ozzy. Ozzy, that's the man right there, man. I, a lot of my people from Chicago, but I mean, sorry. Okay. I, I love Ozzy. It's you your know? list. You hear me? Uh, fourth. Now, now, not Chicago. I'm going outside. Mike Tomlin. I love some Mike Tomlin. Okay. And, you know, he just class act. I, I always wanted to play for somebody like my, Mike Tomlin. All right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, I like Mike Tomlin. And lastly, Coach Carter. The, from the movie. From the movie. All right, okay. You, know you went saying? outside the box, you know, too. I get, oh, good. <laughs> it wasn't just me. All you, right. you did something like that? I got I like those card. Okay. I got an outside the box. Okay, I got you. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good list, man. And Chicagoans are probably going to be upset that neither one of us have Ditka on yeah, our list. Yeah, I know. The coach. The, the coach. But uh, mine starts with Larry Brown. Okay. I've always been a huge fan of Larry Brown as a basketball coach. Uh, for those of you that don't know, he took the 2004 Pistons to the finals. They probably shouldn't have been there, and they beat a sort of super team of the Lakers. Larry Brown, just a straight-up, no-nonsense, great basketball coach. Phil Jackson, also on my list. Got he's got to be on there. Um, I'm going to throw one at you you probably don't expect. Cuss the motto. Legendary boxing coach Customato, the guy who trained Mike Tyson. Mm. I just, I don't know, man. I, I've read a lot about him over the years, watched a lot of videos, and I just, I don't know, man. It's that dude just, he was on point, man. Dope, dope. He had a good quote, too. To see a man not beaten by a better opponent but by himself is a tragedy. Mm. I like that quote. Deep. Uh, the fourth, 
My cousin Sam Colonna. I gotta give my cousin props, man. Okay. He's one of he's been training boxers for over thirty years in Chicago. One of the most well known names in all of boxing, and just an awesome, great guy. He's trained me a little bit too. Just a great dude, phenomenal coach. And then Mickey. Speaking of boxing, Mickey, oh. Mickey Rocky's <laughs> trainer, Rocky's <laughs> coach, Rocky's father Mick. figure, Mick. Mickey Goldmill from the yes. Rocky movies. Those oh, are my dope, dope. those are my favorite coaches, man. And I that was a tough one. You had to leave a lot of people oh, off the yeah. list. But. A lot of people, a lot of people. Hey, I like that list, man. I like it. Definitely. Shout out to Sam. My he coached my we didn't even know that, but he coached my brother. You know, Dan. Oh wow. It's that's crazy. Awesome. I mean, I thought of Coach K. Yeah, of you course. Know, that, that's somebody you gotta, gotta put up coach there, K. man. I mean, you know, you got Bill Belichick. You got uh, then, Popovich. There's you got Popovich. Some, you got some greats out there's, there, uh, man. There's Tony Larusa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah, let us know who makes your top five coaches ever. Sports, sports related. Just let us know. Send us a message. And yeah, we out of time, MC. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening, and we will be back soon. We out of here. Peace. Peace.